0: وأقول في القرآن ما جاءت به آياته فهو الكريم المنزال وأقول قال الله جل جلاله والمصطفى الهادي ولا أتأول الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان الى يوم الدين اما بعد ان شاء الله تعالى today we're going to go through the life of Uthman ibn Affan radiyallahu ta'ala his name is Uthman ibn Affan ibn Abi al ibn Umayyah ibn Abd al-Shams Amir al-Mu'minin Abu Amr wa Abu Abdullah al-Qurashi al-Umayyi he died the year when it was 3 35 هجريا. The 35th year of the Hijriyyah, he passed away, Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. May Allah be pleased with him. His name is Uthman and his father is Afan ibn Abi Al-As, ibn Umayyata ibn Abd shams So ibn Abd al-Shams is where he comes to the Prophet through alayhi salatu al-salam. He's Amir al-Mu'mineen, he was the leader of the believers. He was the third Khalifa of the Muslimin. Abu Amr wa Abu Abdillahi, Al-Qurashi al-Umawi. Who died in the 35th year of the Hijra? Adani, he said, عرض القرآن على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. Uthman presented the Quran to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, he read the entire Quran to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وعرض عليه القرآن أبو عبد الرحمن السلمي, and Abu Abd al-Rahman al-Sulami, Abdullah ibn Habib, who is a tabi'i, he read the entire Quran, and Uthman ibn Affan. Al Muhir ibn Abi Shihabina, who's another Tabi'i, he read the Quran on Uthman ibn Affan wa abul Aswad, Wazir ibn all of these are Tabi'i, they read the Qur'an on Uthman ibn affan Rabbi Allahu Ta'ala'anhu. And Uthman read the Qur'an on who? He read the Quran on the Prophet. Uthman is Ahadus Sabiqin al-Awalina. He's from the early people who entered Islam. He is called, and his nickname is Dhun-Nurayn. Wa he did the two hijra. He did the hijra to Abyssinia, and he also did the hijra to Medina. And the reason why he was called dhun the scholars they mention, is because he married two of the Prophet's daughters, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He married Ruqayyah binti Rasulillah, Sallallahu And Ruqayyah, he married her, uh, before the Prophet Sallallahu was sent out as a messenger. And she gave birth to Abdullah uh, and the kunya that he was given was Abu Abdullah. And also she gave birth to a son by the name of Amr, Ruqayya. His mother, Uthman's mother is Arwa bintu Quraiz ibn Habib ibn Abd shams and her mother is al bayda binti Abd al-Muttalib ibn Hashim. Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he migrated to Abyssinia with his wife Ruqayya binti Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he stayed behind from the Battle of Badr. Uthman did not participate in the Battle of Badr. He stayed behind from the Battle of Badr for his wife Ruqayya, she was feeling sick. Um, and after the Battle of Badr, yani a few nights after she passed away, Ruqayya, the daughter of the Prophet ﷺ. And the Prophet ﷺ, he made a portion for Uthman ta'ala Anhu from the Battle of Badr, spoils of war, even though he didn't participate in. And then after he married, uh, after Ruqayya, he got married to the Prophet's second daughter, Ummi Kalthoon, he married the second daughter of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Uthman anhu, as it's reached us, he wasn't excessively tall, he wasn't. Wala bil and he wasn't short. Hassan al his face was beautiful, mashallah. he had a big bid. a big bid is beauty, brothers and sisters. And he used to يخطب بالصفرة. He used to place saffron on his bed. That color. وكان قد شد أسنانه بالذهب. Okay, علَوَثْمَرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ وَتَعَالَى عَنْهُ. His teeth. يعني he's he he strengthened it with gold. So a golden tooth. And his يعني bed. It was. Um, Saffron. But he was vast. His beard was very big. Amr, Abi sorry. Mawla Shaddadin, he said, رأيت عثمان يخطب. I saw Uthman giving a khutbah. The clothing he was wearing was worth four dirhams. Okay. وريطة كوفية ممشقة. He was wearing a kufiyan rita, rita uh, it's a mula'ah, he was wearing a garment made from يعني, يعني, يعني red. Dharibul lahm, a lahm, he was skinny, wasn't very chubby, he was skinny. his beard was long. Hassanul Wajh, he had a beautiful face. عبد الله بن حزمن, he said رأيت عثمان عيسو عثمان. فما رأيت ذكرا ولا أنثى أحسن منه. I never saw a man or a woman who had more of a beautiful face than he did. السائب, he said رأيته, I saw him يصفر لحيته. فما رأيت He was changed the color of his beard, and I never saw anyone more beautiful than him. الحسن, he said nurain Uthman was called ذَنُّرَيْنِ لِأَنَّا لَا نَعْلَمُ أَحَدًا أَغْلَقَ بَابَهُ عَلَى بْنَتَيْ بن, غَيْرِهِ I never, يعني, the reason why he was called nurain Uthman was because there was no man who got married to the two daughters of the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام عطية, he narrated from Abi Sa'idin that he said رأيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم رافعا يديه يدعو لعثمان. I saw the Prophet الله عليه وسلم raise his hands and supplicate for Uthman ibn al-Affani رضي الله تعالى عنه. عبد الرحمن بن سمرة. He said جاء عثمان إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. Uthman came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. بألف دينار. He came with a thousand dinar When the Prophet prepared the army. Uthman brought to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a thousand dinar And he poured the thousand dinars He poured it on the Prophet's thighs The Prophet was turning and tossing the money And the, 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 the money that Uthman who placed on his thighs He was tossing and he was turning it And he said after that What Uthman does after today will not harm Whatever Uthman does after today is not harm ما ضر عثمان ما عمل بعد اليوم Whatever Uthman does after today is not going to harm And Imam Muhammad narrated that in Musnadi narrated that And also Imam Al-Hakim He narrated it in his mustadrak And Tirmidhi narrated in his jami' He prepared As an Hassan al-Basri said Jahaz Uthman 750 naqah He prepared Uthman radiallahu He prepared 750 camels he prepared it. And 50 horses he prepared it for the Battle of Tabuk. Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anu. Al Muharibiyu he said, from Abi Mas'udin an Bishir ibn Bashirin al-Asmalami, who narrated from his father. Yani Bishir ibn Bishirin al-Aslami, narrated from his father, Bishir al-Aslami. He said, المدينة, When the Muhajirun the came to Medina, وكانت لِرَجُلٍ مِّنْ بَنِي غِفَارٍ عَيْنٌ يُقَالُ لَهَا رومة. There was a man from the people of Ghaifar and he had a يعني, uh, spring and he had a water, يعني, a little well, and the people needed water. Okay. And it was called, this عَيْن was called رُومَةٌ وَكَانَ يبيع مِنْهَا الْقِرْبَةَ بمدن. And he would charge the people for it, this man. Okay, and he would charge a person a qirba, it's like a, it's a measurement just to drink one time. He would prepare, he would charge them for it a mud, or a mud as a price, a good price. He would take from it. الله الله وسلم, the Prophet said to the man, Tabi'uha bi'aini fil jannah, would you sell us this? Give it to us for a, for a jannah. You'll get what you give to us here in jannah. The man that said to the prophet, "He said, 'ليس لي يا رسول الله عين غيرها. This is the only water I have. لا أستطيع ذلك. I'm not able to do such a thing.' فبلغ ذلك عثمان. Uthman found out, ربي الله تعالى عنه, that the prophet requested for water, and this man said this. فشترها عثمان ربي الله عنه. He sent money over, and he sold it. He bought it from that man for what? بخمسة وثلاثين ألف ذرهم. He paid. بِخَمْسَةٍ وَثَلَاثِينَ 35,000 okay? dirham And then he came to the Prophet ﷺ فَقَالَ أَتَجْعَلُ مِثْلًا لَّذِي جَعَلْتَ لَهُ عَيْنًا فِي الْجَنَّةِ إِنْ إِشْتَرَيْتُهَا A oh, message of Allah If I buy that well from that man Are you going to give me the same thing that you promised him? Are you going to make for me? When he said to him تَبِعُوهَا بِعَيْنٍ فِي الْجَنَّةِ are you gonna say the same thing to me that I can get a well in Jannah for it? If I buy it from him? The Prophet said, yes. قال, he then said, O Messenger of Allah, وَجَعَلْتُهَا Muslimeen. O Messenger of Allah, I have bought that well from that man and I have made it for the Muslims. This is the type of people the companions were رضي الله عنهم. The dunya never meant nothing to them. The wealth that they had, giving it out for the sake of Allah wa was great in their eyes. That's how Allah raised them subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani, the wealth that they had, they knew it was something Allah gave to them subhanahu wa ta'ala. And why would it be hard to give Allah back what He gave to you in the first place? Subhanahu wa ta'ala. ولذلك Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, اشترى عثمان من رسول الله sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-jannata marratain. Uthman brought from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-jannah twice. Abu Hurairah is saying this, رومة, the day of Rumah, when he bought the well, al the day when he prepared the full army for the Prophet sallallahu Aisha mentioned the story. She said, الله الله The messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was lying on his side, and the Prophet's thighs were showing, his thighs were showing, or oh, oh, his shin was showing. fa Abu Bakr, thumma Umar. Abu Bakr asked permission if he could come in. And the Prophet at that moment when Abu Bakr is entering, the Prophet is still lying on his side and his thighs, or oh, his shin is showing. Then Umar came in. The Prophet still remained in his position, the way he was, he didn't change. wa the narration mentions. فتحدثى, the Prophet conversed with the both of them. As soon as Uthman entered فَجَلَسَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وسلم, وَسَوَّىٰ ثيابه, The Prophet sat up and he got his cloth, his garment and the Prophet covered himself and he his thighs فتحدث, The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi sallam He gave permission for Uthman to enter and the Prophet started to talk to Uthman خرج, When they all left They all left now Aisha was looking at her husband, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi She was observing. She was looking what the Prophet was doing. So when they all left, she said, "Ya Rasulullah, Allah, O oh Messenger of Allah." دخل Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr entered. فلم تجلس له You didn't sit down when Abu Bakr entered. ثم دخل عمر وعمر entered. فلم تهش له You didn't change from your situation. You stayed. You remained the same. ثم دخل عثمان وعثمان entered. فجلست وسويت ثيابك You sat up and you, got, you covered yourself, you, you, you pulled your garments. And then the Prophet said something very powerful here والسلام, which really gives us an insight of who Uthman was and what type of person he was. The Prophet, he said, "Ala astahi min radulin minhu The Prophet said, Am I not going to be shy of a man that the angels are shy of? And Imam Muslim narrated this. The angels were shy of Uthman ta'ala an. And so the Prophet said, why should I not be shy of a man who the angels are shy of? That is a high status. Brothers and sisters, what we learn here, number one is the, the great quality of being shy. We're living at a time, SubhanAllah, when our brothers and our sisters, this quality of being shy is being stripped from them. It's been stripped from them. It's been taken from them. Been snatched from them. They are being encouraged to go online and just do whatever they want. Wallahi, brothers and sisters, shyness is a quality that if you lose it, there isn't anything to stop you anymore. If you lose shyness, the path you, you are going to tread on is very scary, and what awaits you is very dark and dull. That's why the Prophet said, it, one of the passed on wise words that were passed on generation by generation. One nation passed it over to another nation from those wise proverbs that were passed on is if you're not if you don't have the quality of shyness, then do what you want. In other words, if you're not shy, you are going to do what you want. Shyness is that trigger in the mind that when you want to do a certain thing, you feel a certain way. It holds you back. Being shy today is looked down at. A person's belittled, he's ridiculed. Even the one who doesn't insult a shy person would make gestures and sounds that would make a person not want to be shy. Like, for example, oh, he's so shy which is condescending, belittling. So the person says, no, no, I'm not shy. I'm not shy. I, uh, and then he proved, to, and then brothers and sisters, be careful Allah. Uthman was a very shy person. And the Prophet ﷺ is also saying, "I. Sh- why should I not be shy? If the angels are shy. So Uthman is one who is shy and he's a righteous slave of Allah. Our messenger والسلام, is a shy person. He's saying here, Ala asta'i, should I not be shy of? The angels, who are a creation of Allah loves subhanahu wa ta'ala la ya'suna Allah ma amaruh wa yaf'aluna a creation that don't disobey Allah tabaarak wa ta'ala and they do as Allah commands them. that yusabbihuna laylan wa nahara la yafturun the quality that they have is that they they also shy The angels are shy, brothers and sisters so the angels are shy of Uthman radiyallahu ta'ala an Allahu akbar also the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said in a hadith al-imam ahmed narrated in musnaduhu and at-tirmidhi in jami'i ibn Majah, Ibn Majah narrated it in his Sunan. And other than them, and Imam al tirmidhi he said, hadha sahih, which is that the Prophet sallallahu said the Hadith, ibn the Prophet he said, arhamu ummati bi ummati Abu Bakr." Abu Bakr is the most merciful man for this ummah. Extremely merciful, a quality that he had. He was very kind, soft, merciful, Abu Bakr, fi Umar, and one of the most staunched people when it comes to the religion of Allah, holds his grounds and is tough on the deen, is Umar And the shyest is Uthman radiallahu ta'ala Uthman was excessively shy. Uthman was excessively shy. Also the Hadith uh, Al-Qufi, it mentions, ثُمَّ جَاءْ عُثْمَانُ uthman came فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عليه وسلم, The Prophet said, إذ اللَّهُ وَبَشِّرْهُ بِالْجَنَّةِ عَلَى بَلْوَةٍ تُصِيبُهُ. The Prophet ﷺ one day said to Uthman رضي when he sought permission if he could enter. The Prophet ﷺ he said إذ اللَّهُ he said let him come in, let Uthman come in وَبَشِّرْهُ بِالْجَنَّةِ and give him the glad tidings of Jannah. Okay, give him the glad tidings of Jannah. Is that it? No. عَلَى بَلْوَةٍ تُصِيبُهُ but a calamity that will him. Uthman radiallahu anhu is gonna go through a calamity. And Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim both narrated that. Uthman radiallahu anhu, he's going to go to Jannah, لكن على And inshallah ta'ala we're going to touch on that later when we speak about the cause of his death. Abdullah ibn Umar, he said, كُنَّا نَقُولُ عَلَىٰ أهدي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ Abdullah ibn Umar used to say, he said, we used to say, us companions, we used to say at the time of the Prophet وسلم, We used to say Abu Bakr, Umar, then Uthman We used to say Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman We used to say that virtue wise We used to say Abu Bakr is number one, Umar is number two, and Uthman is number three We used to say that يعني, We used to يعني, grade the companions by putting Abu Bakr first and then Umar second, and Uthman third. We used to do that. And the fact that he says that we used to do this at the time of the Prophet, it benefits us. Yani the Prophet consented to this. Yani the Prophet consented to this. Because if that was not the case, the Prophet would have corrected them and said, who said Abu Bakr is the best? Who said Umar is the best? Who said Uthman is the third? Where did you guys get this from? The Prophet would have corrected them. But the Sahabas, they knew from the Prophet's actions and his speech and what he said, that it was Abu Bakr number one, Umar number two, and Uthman number three. And Imam al-Bukhari, he narrated that in his uh, his Sahih in two places in his Sahih. Muhammad ibn al he said, كَانَ أَعْلَمَهُمْ بِالْمَنَاسِكِ عُثْمَانُ The one who knew the manasik, he he knew the manasik al-hajj, and everything was Uthman. From the Sahabas, he knew it the most. Hasan al-Basriyyu radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, I saw Uthman radiallahu anhu sleeping one day. Fil masjidi, he was sleeping in the masjid. Wari da'uhu tahta razihi. This was when he was the leader. I saw him sleeping one day in the masjid. And he took a his cloth and he placed it as a pillow. Fayaji ul Rajulu fayajlisu ilayhi. A person would come and they would sit next to him. Wayaji ul Rajulu fayajlisu ilayhi. Another person would come and he would sit with sit, sit sit with them. Like they were one of his. Ya'ala <laughs> Uthman would sleep there, he would help the people. <laughs> also Alibab Bab al Dhahabi he mentioned his seer ala min he said, min wujuhim. It has been authentically transmitted from many different narrations. Anna Uthman, that Uthman, qara al Qur'an kullahu <laughs> fi That he read the whole entire Qur'an in one rak'at. In the Salah, he was praying his Qiyam, he read the whole entire Quran in one raka'ah. Uthman did that. And Imam al-Dhahabiyu, he said, sahha minhu. That's authentically transmitted from him, He saying. Alas ibn Malik, he said, inna Hudayfa taqadima ala Uthman. Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman one day came to, Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman, he came to Uthman ibn Affan in one day. wa kana yaghzu maa ahli al-Iraqi qibala And Uthman was waging war on the people of Iraq, He was waging war with the people of Iraq from the people of Armenia. Al-Uthman was waging war with the people of Iraq. He was waging war on the people of Armenia. And in that battle, the people of Sham and the people of Iraq, they met one another. And they started to dispute one another in the issue of the Quran. Until Hudayfah bin Yaman, he heard their differences. They were differing in their recitation. Hudhaifa radiallahu anhu he had, حتى سمع حُذَيفة من اختلاف ما يقرح. He had that which he didn't like. فَرَكِبَ حَتَّى أَتَى عُثْمَانًا So he took his riding beast and he came to Uthman. And he said, يَا أَمِيرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ أَمِيرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ أَدْرِكَ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةَ He said, the leader of the believers, quickly get hold of the situation of this Ummah قَبْلَ أَنْ يَخْتَلِفُ Before they dispute one another, like the Christians and the Jews, they disputed filkwhi in their books. Uthman became shocked by that statement, what he was told. And what he did was he asked Hafsa to give the mushaf that Uthman. Sorry, Abu Bakr compiled the Qur'an in. Abu Bakr, he compiled the whole Quran from everybody, from the places it was in, and he Bought it in one place. Uthman now wants to, he wants that Mus'haf from Hafsa. So he requested for Hafsa to bring it to him. He said, send this to me Hafsa, ilayya bil-suhufi, alati yujumia fiha al-Qur'an, where the Quran was all compiled. so he sent it to him. Then what it was brought, Uthman he made a committee. And he set the committee as Zayd ibn Thabit, W Sa'eed ibn al as Abdullah ibn al-Zubayr, wa Abdul Rahman ibn al-Harith ibn Hisham. He commanded all of them to write from this mushaf. And they did it. Fa fa'alu Hatta Kutibatil Masahif until all of the Musah were written. Then he asked the original one to be returned back to Hafsa. And from there, he sent a mushaf to all of the main stations. He sent one to uh, Mecca, and he sent one to Medina, he sent one to Basra, he sent one to Kufa, Sham, he sent one to it as well. He sent to all of those main stations. And he requested for every other mushaf to be burnt. Okay? that opposes that which has been put in these five five Masahib. Okay. Swayd ibn Ghafala, he said, Qala Ali radhiallahu anhu, ibn Ghafala said, Ali ibn Abi Talib, and he said, regarding, the, regarding what Uthman did, to regards to the Mus'haf, he said, If Uthman didn't do what he did, I would have done it, Ali said. In other words, what Uthman did was a very good thing. Okay. Aisha mentioned, الا الله عليه وسلم جعل عثمان ولون عثمان يتغير فلما كان يوم الدار فيها قل يا أمير المؤمنين الا تقاتل قال ان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عهد الي عهدا واني صابر عليه Muhammad narrated in his Musnad ibn that Aisha she said one day the prophet sallallahu whispered something in the ear of Uthman the Prophet told him a secret. And Uthman's face color changed from what the Prophet told him. And when the day of Dar, Yomud dar happened, Yawm dar was what? It was the day Uthman was sieged in his house. It's called Yomud dar It was when Uthman was sieged in his house. He couldn't come out. A group of rebels, they uprised against Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu and they wanted to kill him okay so Uthman was sieged in his house he couldn't come out so the people they sent to him they said are you not going to fight Amir al-Mu'minin are you not going to fight these rebels and these people who are trying to harm you and kill you and then Uthman who told the people what the Prophet whispered to him in his ear that day he said he said that the Prophet took a covenant with me and me and him had a promise وَإِنِّي sabirun النَّفْسِيَ عَلَيْهِ And I'm going to be patient upon the covenant that me and the Prophet ﷺ had. Aisha رضي الله تعالى عنها It was mentioned that Abu Bakr al-Adawiyyuh, he said, Sa'altu Aisha, I asked Aisha هَلْ أَهِدَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَىٰ When the Prophet was on his deathbed, did he ever whisper to somebody and have a a covenant with him? قَالَتْ مَعَادَ اللَّهِ She said, no I see roughly in Allah for the Prophet to do something like that, to just specifically have a covenant with one person. illa annahu sara Uthman. Except that one day he whispered to Uthman in his ear. He told him annahu that he's gonna die, that he's gonna be killed. And the Prophet commanded him and The Prophet told him, don't fight back, Uthman. Uthman, don't fight back. Don't kill them. it was mentioned about Uthman that when they charged into his house and they intruded and they came with full force and they broke into his doors when Uthman radiallahu ta'ala, because Uthman is a, a courageous fighter who mujahid fi he knows how to fight so what he did was, so he doesn't get ya'ani, he doesn't have a feeling or the thought doesn't come to his head to retaliate to fight back when he sees the blade and the sword because what could happen is when he sees that he might that instinct feeling of wanting to respond and fight back and defend yourself so it doesn't enter his heart what he did was he covered his eyes so he doesn't see the 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 shining of the blade so he doesn't see the shining of the blade and no, and then feel like i want to retaliate because he has promise that he made with the Prophet so he covered his eyes, Um, but one thing he saw before he closed his eyes, or he covered his eyes, one of the men who charged in, who charged in, pushed Uthman's wife and then Uthman made a dua against him, he made dua against him uh, that Allah paralyzes his hand and that man one day was seen doing tawaf around the Kaaba. Muhammad ibn al said, I saw a man one day doing tawaf around the Kaaba. He was circumambulating around the Kaaba, And he was saying, Allahumma Oh Allah, forgive me, but I don't think you're going to forgive me. Oh Allah, forgive me, but I don't think you're going to forgive me. Muhammad ibn al came up to the man and said to him, What a strange dua that you're making. What type of dua is this that you're making? Oh Allah, forgive me, but I don't know if you're going to forgive me. What is it that you did, that you think Allah will not forgive you for? He said, I was the day Yamudar, the people who charged into Uthman's house and pushed his wife. And if you look at my hand, and he unveiled his hand and showed it to Muhammad Ibn Sireen. He said to him, can you see my hand? This was the dua that Uthman made against me. RadhiAllahu ta'ala anhu. Uthman died in that way but he never responded he never fought back because he made a promise with the prophet ali abdurrahman ibn sharudin he said anna aliyan rabbi allah ta'ala anhu qala ali ibn abi talib he said i he said inni la arju an akuna ana wa uthman mimman qala allah ta'ala fihim ali ibn abi talib he said i believe or i hope that i am and uthman those who allah wa ta'ala said regarding them that Allah removed from our hearts anything, animosity and hate in our hearts towards one another. And Allah made us what? and brothers, عَلَىٰ Brothers, when they meet, they have love for one another. uthman اللَّهِ عنه was killed when there was 18 days remaining of, from the remaining of the month of Dhul-Hijjah after, after Salatul Asr. He was buried in Bakiya. okay? And he was at that time uh, 82 years of age. And that's the strongest opinion that Imam al Dhahabi authenticated in his kitab, Seher Al-Alami, uh, Al-Nubala. I'm going to stop there, inshaAllah ta'ala. Anything which I have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me, and Shaitan and Allah and his messenger are both free from it wa How can you do a two-second action right now that will give you a share of the reward of everything we're doing on this YouTube channel? Simple. Like this video and click subscribe. Why? It will allow YouTube to recommend our videos to other users. And imagine the huge amount of reward that could be waiting for you on the day of judgement if you did that with a sincere intention of spreading the deen of Allah. You'll be rewarded for every single person who benefits from one of our videos as a result of your like or subscribe. That's an easy two second action that you definitely don't want to miss out on. Do it now, click like and subscribe and don't forget to make that intention.